Hi, you're listening to New Week number 108. This is an update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. I'm giving myself permission to play with the format of these New Week updates. This week, four stories caught my eye. Any one of them might lead an ordinary instalment of the newsletter. Taken together, though, they amount to a snapshot of the future-facing terrain that New World Same Humans inhabits. We're living through an incredible moment when it comes to the collision between emerging technologies and fundamental human needs. As 2022 draws to a close, and I can't quite believe I'm saying that, but I am, it feels fitting to capture this moment in time and to look out to the year ahead. Each of these four stories is set to evolve in intriguing ways in 2023. I'm also doing something a little different with this instalment. I want to turn this email into a kind of virtual time capsule to be buried now and recovered in a New World Same Humans instalment in 10 years time. I'll talk more about that at the end. So think of this as a kind of end of year special edition. Please forgive the fact that it comes a little late. More Christmas extras are coming soon. But for now, let's get into it. Next Generation This week, yet another wave of advances in generative AI. OpenAI released a new GPT-3 model, TextDaVinci003. Early indications are, just as OpenAI promised in their launch email, that it's a significant improvement. It's better at following instructions, it outputs higher quality writing, and more often remains coherent and useful across long-form narrative. And I've shared a tweet from someone saying that TextDaVinci003 is going to make homework obsolete. A few days later... OpenAI released ChatGPT. This is a version of GPT-3 optimised to respond to complex questions and enter into dialogue. Cue a whole new storm of tweets heralding the emergence of a new kind of online search. And I've shared a tweet from someone saying Google is done and asking readers to compare the quality of ChatGPT responses and Google responses to the same question. People also noticed that this new model and ChatGPT are better at rhymes, poetry and various forms of creative writing. I've shared an image here of someone asking GPT-3 a question. They ask, write a biblical verse in the style of the King James Bible explaining how to remove a peanut butter sandwich from a VCR. And ChatGPT has responded, and I quote, and it came to pass that a man was troubled by a peanut butter sandwich, for it had been placed within his VCR, and he knew not how to remove it. And he cried out to the Lord, saying, O oh Lord, how can I remove this sandwich from my VCR? For it is stuck fast and will not budge. And it continues in the same vein. You can read the whole text in the email. 
As for text-to-image generation, that didn't stand still either. Stability AI released Stable Diffusion 2.0. Image resolution in this version has been improved by a factor of 4 and the tool now generates eerily convincing photorealism. There's also new guardrails around the tool that make it harder to generate not safe for work images and so on. And I've shared a tweet from Stability AI founder Imad Mostique saying, we will remove all barriers from anyone being able to create anything they can imagine. We are making it so everyone can effortlessly communicate visually, not just through speech and text. Biggest moment in human communication since the Gutenberg press. Here's the new world same humans take. Text DaVinci 003 feels something close to a step change. Some are calling it GPT 3.5. It's clear, if it wasn't before, that large language models will have multiple breakthrough applications and search is right at the top of that list. See, for example, Metaphor, a startup experimenting with generative AI for online search, or Consensus, a generative search engine for published scientific research. I've written often in this newsletter about the coming age of virtual companions, AI-fueled entities that will become counsellors, friends and sages to their users. And with large language models, they're coming. This week, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman pointed towards that future in a tweet of his own. You can see a link to it in the email. Meanwhile, it's only three months since Stable Diffusion was made public and now we have a quantum leap in image quality. Mostak's belief that these tools constitute a Gutenberg moment is credible even if you only consider text-to-image tools. But listen to interviews and you'll learn that Stability AI is also working on text-to-music and that the end game is text-to-anything. Movies, PowerPoint presentations, virtual worlds. What can you say? Rumour has it that GPT-4 is months away. We're at the beginning of a decade-long wave of innovation. Next year is going to be insane. Who knows where we'll be by 2032. Give me some space. NASA's Orion spacecraft this week reached the apex of its journey beyond the far side of the moon. The craft hit a point 434,000 kilometres from Earth and 64,000 kilometres beyond the Moon before swinging around and starting on its course back to Earth. At the midpoint of its journey, it took an amazing picture and you can see that picture in the email. Orion is uncrewed, but this is the furthest from Earth a spacecraft meant for human occupation has ever travelled. The record was previously held by Apollo 13, which did have people on board, and flew in 1970. Here's my take. This Orion mission is a test, the first stage of NASA's Artemis mission to put humans back on the moon by 2025 and establish a permanent base there by the end of the decade. So far, that project is more or less on track. No wonder then that analysts are already talking about the coming moon economy, a new wave of startups catering to our next foray into space. Meanwhile, with China planning on its own base on the moon for 2028, I've written on how the moon is to become a new site of geopolitical tension. NASA are drawing up frameworks to deal with lunar conflict. 
The coming 12 months then will set the stage for a new space age, one intended to see us establish the moon as a base from which we set out to Mars and beyond. New World Same Humans will of course be watching. When I revisit this in 10 years, it should be possible to email humanity's lunar way station. Trick of the mind. Brain machine interface startup Neuralink hosted a show and tell event this week. On stage, Elon Musk announced that the company is around six months away from starting human trials of its N1 brain implant. In the meantime, trials on animals continue. Musk played a video that showed a monkey using the implant to telepathically type. He was using his mind to control an on-screen cursor and type the words welcome to show and tell by directing his attention to highlighted letters. And you can see a video of that embedded in the email. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Neuralink won't be the first to implant these kinds of interface chips in human brains. Another US startup, Synchron, began human trials in Australia in 2020. And the technology has been around for about two decades. It's regulatory approval, proof that the technology is safe for humans, that's been the major roadblock. Musk previously said that human trials would begin in 2020 and then in 2022. We are talking about literal human-machine brain interface, so I think we can, in this case, cut him some slack for the missed deadlines. Put this announcement together with Synchron's ongoing work and other developments, and it's clear we're approaching technologies that will be transformative for people who are paralysed, for example, and may eventually revolutionise the way all of us interact with technology and the virtual realm. Neuralink is waiting for FDA approval before it starts human trials. The world will watch for an update, and so will New World Same Humans, in the first few months of 2023. Copy and paste. Also this week, a significant CRISPR advance. MIT scientists showcased a new technique that could massively upscale the usefulness of CRISPR gene editing. The drag-and-drop method, which the scientists are calling PASTE, allows for the insertion of large sections of DNA, as long as 36,000 DNA base pairs, into human cells. That means it could prove useful for the treatment of diseases caused by faulty genes with large numbers of mutations, including cystic fibrosis. One of the scientists at the McGovern Institute for Brain Research said, it's a new genetic way of potentially targeting these really hard-to-treat diseases. We wanted to work towards what the gene therapy was supposed to do at its original inception, which is to replace genes, not just correct individual mutations. Here's the New World Same Humans take. The FDA approved a revolutionary drug treatment for cystic fibrosis in 2019. It doesn't work for everyone, and it costs about £100,000 a year per patient. Now we're talking about genetic editing technologies that will literally cut and paste this awful disease out of existence. There's still work to be done before paste can be used in this way, but it seems we are close. This new paste technique, though, has implications when it comes to another New World Same Humans obsession, and that's longevity. 
there's long been hope that CRISPR could help us modify the action of genes that regulate ageing, but those genes are often long and complex. Now, PASTE raises the possibility that we'll be able to get a handle on them. Back in New Week number 51, I wrote about Altos Labs, a new Silicon Valley startup pursuing the secrets to eternal life. And in New World Same Humans number 44, I wrote about the ways in which ageing populations are reshaping societies in the global north. The trends outlined in that essay may be set to intensify in entirely new ways. Time to be alive. Thanks for listening this week. As I said at the beginning, I'm turning this week's instalment into a time capsule buried now and intended to be recovered by my future self. I'll revisit this snapshot of the closing weeks of 2022 in December 2032 and reflect on the ideas discussed here, some of the predictions I've made and what really happened in the intervening time. The calendar reminder is set. Now all I need to do is survive for the next 10 years. It's impossible to know where we'll be by then. All we can be sure of is that the ongoing collision between new technologies and our eternal shared nature will continue to underpin our collective story. This newsletter will keep watching every step of the way and sharing that journey with all of you means a lot. If you've enjoyed New World Same Humans this year, why not forward this email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse our community becomes, the better for all of us. And all you have to do is navigate back to the email where this podcast is embedded and hit the big red share button. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well.